Well, uh, good evening. I just uh, share this real quick. Um, I have a little something from the class today, which is really quite funny because it fits uh, everything we've been talking about up to this point. But uh, currently listening to uh, Jordan Peterson did an interview uh, with somebody from Sky News Australia. I caught a little clip of something I found interesting. So I thought I wanted to, you know, pull that string a little further. So we're just listening to the speech here, hopefully, you know, getting some personal insights and talking about some things. But I, what struck me, as I've mentioned this before, is some people are transformed by illness or um, near-death experiences. Some people turn to illness and addiction or uh, in the lack of hope. I've mentioned this before about Jordan Peterson. Remember I said that I predicted his next book would be of a religious nature and, and might be a retelling of, uh, of one of Carl Jung's books. And, and I might have been right, Axiom, or maybe Answer to Joe, but we'll, we'll see. I haven't read any of it. But he just mentioned having vis visited the, the Church of the Holy Sepulchre um, with Jonathan Pagel. And it surprised me because he mentioned that it was the site of Christ's crucifixion. And I understand what he was getting at. He didn't want to muddy the waters that this is the idea of a sacrifice, right? a great sacrifice. And like Jung mentioned in his axiom, uh, that it's a metaphor for like Nietzsche's Ubermensch. But what struck me, and I said I mentioned as we were sitting here, is my knowledge of the Holy Sepulchre is not really religious-based. I was obsessed with the Templars and, and, well, the Crusades back when I was young. And so I was familiar with the scuttlebutt about the Church of the Holy Sepulchre. Now, when I was my, doing my studying, it, it looked like to me that it was likely, it might have predated, and what I thought it was, the Holy Sepulchre was just a church prior to the, um, uh, the Templars, the Crusaders. Uh, the Crusader Knights taking over. <clears throat> and I thought they were the one that, uh, um, you know, made this, uh, this site, uh, venerated this site, right? And there's a lot of weird stuff. It's really quite interesting. But so fast forward to this. I mentioned this, that I said, hmm, it's funny they mentioned this, the site of the crucifixion, because as far as I know, it, it really leans to it's not. It's been considered but it's not likely, right? And so I was reading, uh, and they tried to justify it by saying, well, we did some studies and we found uh, pieces of the wall. So it could be where he was buried. Really? So like the church is built, yes, meant to be big enough to encompass both this place of crucifixion and supposedly buried nearby. But would it be that close to the wall? Like, I could see him being crucified near the wall, but to be buried near the wall. But that's neither here nor there. What surprised me is there was no mention that this is a contested fact. And so I looked up, because I've mentioned this, right? It was some of the stuff I've learned years and years ago, because I had this weird obsession about unsolved mysteries. And this was one of them. <clears throat> so I look it up, and I find out that, well, this wasn't talked a lot about. There was this Saint Helena, who was supposedly a Roman's, Roman empress, but she was born circa 248 uh, of the current eon to 348, or 328, pardon me. So around Turkey, uh, 
find it very interesting that she is attributed with having found at this site of the Church of Holy Sepulchre, what we consider to be the place of crucifixion, well, she supposedly found a piece of the original cross. And if you understand this period of time where um, relics were really the in thing, I find it hilarious because in 2016, we discovered via carbon dating that the uh, Church of the Holy Sepulchre doesn't date to any older than about 345. So give and take some mistakes, um, that fits the timeline. That likely this church does predate the, uh, the uh, Templars, the Crusaders, but it likely is from these people who believed in this uh, St. Helena, this, uh, what is it, Cima de Conagliano Giovanni Battista. Is it possible that these were followers of this lady who found a piece of the cross because she believed, and so they believed, and they built this church on the site that she found the cross? And so you fast forward to today, and I can't believe that people are afraid of Carl Jung's axiom because he suggests that maybe it doesn't matter whether Christ was an actual person and we can date and place his crucifixion. Maybe it matters more, this idea of giving for others, the minimization of self, uh, you know, all these lessons that I think I mentioned, right, uh, Tolstoy uh, got excommunicated for, you know, understanding Christ's original teachings. And, and I guess part of that, Christ's original teachings, would be he was a template, like, like Nietzsche's Ubermensch, um, I mean this, anyways, I just thought I'd share that, this idea. We keep considering things, I think what Jung mentioned, right? Uh, if what I used to hold as error uh, guides me better than what I used to hold as true, well, I'll follow the guidance of the error. So, I mean, in this case... This just shows us that I think my criticism here would be instead of revering someone who was trying to prove, as Jung said, the physical, physical aspect of a truth, maybe we need to realize that there is something beyond what we can even understand. So why is it so hard for us to understand uh, this? this uh, possibility of a lack of a physical context to some of these truths.